0: If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas.
1: You've probably heard that you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. Today, I wanna encourage you to stop and reflect for a moment on who you're spending most of your time with. Are they supportive? Are they encouraging? Are they motivated? And are they action-takers? Or are they unhappy, unmotivated, and stuck? Or somewhere in between? Whoever you surround yourself with, they have a ripple effect on your results. The good news is that surrounding yourself with high-achieving, motivated, happy people accelerates your success. And that's the whole point of this show. When you're ready to take the path toward financial freedom and fulfillment in your life and find out about the various masterminds that are available to you, if you're a high achiever, then we have room for you in our community. Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. My next guests are personal friends that I met years ago through a mastermind group, Jake and Gino, and they have a podcast, The Jake and Gino Podcast. They're really experts when it comes to multifamily, but what I love about it is that they are more family-oriented. They're more people-oriented. They own over 1,600 doors in that space. They've written a few books, one called The Wheelbarrow Profits, and the other one is The Honeybee. They teach people how to purchase multifamily and get involved in all the elements of property management, syndication, etc. cetera. But their biggest thing is that they wanna make a difference in pour into people's life. So you're gonna hear a bunch of uh, great insights and ahas as we go through and continue to, mer- you know, pour through this new world we're living in with, COVID, et cetera, and what some of the numbers are and some of the steps in becoming somebody who can become financially free through the multifamily space so let's not take any longer and let's go to my interview with Gino. Jake was out doing a deal so we got Gino live and he's excited so get your pen and paper ready and let's get to it. Gino welcome to the call.
0: Rock I'm so thankful that you have me on I haven't seen you in a while how are things going?
1: Yeah, things are, I mean, interesting as we talked about off camera is a lot of things we thought were going to happen. I was one of those people that said, you know, this pandemic is going to last a month or two, we're going to go back to normal. (laughs) I refuse to have a new normal. And now I find myself having masks all over in my car and getting used to just putting them on and talking to people through my mask louder. And I'm like, oddly, I'm getting comfortable with this. How about you?
0: Well, for me, I, the biggest learning lesson, I think everyone needs to write this down. Really, really think about it. Don't overreact because when March came, I, I never forget this. I'm sitting with Jake and I see Grant Cardone and I see a video of him and it looks like he's going about to commit suicide. And I'm like, what's going on? And, and, everything was blowing up. Like we heard that this pandemic was everyone's was cutting off 40% workforce and going crazy. We actually had a quarterly meeting with a coach and he brought that up. And Jake and I promptly said, you know, we can't do any more business because you can't start off a conversation with all bad news and then go, okay, well, this is good. For me, it really came down to is a huge problem let's assess it. Let's not overreact. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen with stimulus money. We don't know what's going to happen with the economy. We don't know what's going to happen with rent collections because we're in the apartment space. Just don't overreact and really try to assess the situation. Look at it from an analytical perspective, number one a logical perspective, number two. And obviously the third one is the emotional perspective, but don't lead with emotions. And that's what a lot of people did. They lost their crap and they overreacted. And then what happened? They laid people off. PPP comes, all of a sudden, you're hiring those people back on. Are you furlough, right? So was I afraid? Yeah, I still am. I don't want to say fearful, but I'm still cautious because we talked about it. The numbers can lie. You can make numbers lie in real estate. You can make numbers lie in anything. So for me... Um, I don't know what the new norm is. I don't, I don't want to accept that. It seems like you've been working on yourself the last few months I've taken this time for the last few months to work on myself, work on our businesses. And that's all you can do throughout this pandemic and see where the businesses are shifting. There's going to be opportunities for people out there. This for me is like the 2008 great recession. I had that great recession back in 08. I was in the restaurant business and I thought the world was ending for me. It was terrible construction. People weren't coming in to eat. The business slowed down. I'm working more earning less fast forward to today, it's like so eerily similar. And Rock, one more thing. The thing that's really bothered me about this whole pandemic, I was a small business owner up until five or six years ago. And I got on with Jake, I had a restaurant. And if this had happened now, and I had that restaurant, I would be wiped out. I would be so mad and so upset. And what I'm seeing going on is people are saying, stay home, stay safe. Okay, that's fine. If you're on a government pension, or if, you're, if you've got some money coming in, it's great. But suckers like Gino, who had a restaurant, who have to go to work, or the gym owners in New Jersey have to go to work. Have a little sympathy for people like us, because when you shut off the spigot, and even if you have some savings, you're talking two, three months down the road, you've gotta pay your rent, you've gotta pay your employees. It's really hard. And I struggled with that the first couple of months. Ironically enough, my life hasn't changed. I have six kids. We homeschool our kids. I don't have to send my kids to school. So I'm not talking at taking a position, but just for those people out there that are really yelling at others for stay home, stay safe, don't open up your businesses. Listen, when you've been doing it for 20 years, like I did at the restaurant, I grew a business with my family. I mean, it was everything. It was my identity. Then for somebody to come in and say, you're sheltered in place, locked down, can't do anything. Looking back at it, I don't think that was the right thing that new york did because that that's how people got sick and now they're saying there's no numbers well they went through it right now so i know that was a long intro but and there's a lot of stuff out there for everybody but my feeling on it is really just don't overreact in anything in life just take a step back and i'll say one more thing the thing that really ultimately saved me was having an amazing partner in jake and saying jake what do we do now it's i'm not an, an island by myself that's what real estate is all about if you can build the networks and your net worth comes from those networks and those abilities and those relationships get out there and surround yourself with like-minded people, surround yourself with people that can help you and will hold you accountable. Cause without him, it would, have been a lot, it would have been a lot more difficult.
1: Yeah. Um, well you did say a lot there, but I, I, I get the, the whole piece about not overreacting and I'll piggyback on that by saying you could be anywhere in the world, golfing, let's say, look at your phone and get a piece of information that makes you feel good or bad. Mm -hmm. Stocks are up, deal died, uh, whatever. But if you didn't look at the phone, you wouldn't know Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't have that reaction. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's uh, a way that people can go, okay, I got this information, now let me pretend for 10 minutes I didn't even know it was there. Mm -hmm. Distance yourself a little bit, breathe, and then start to look at it like you said, what did you say, logically, analytically, and then emotionally.
0: Yes, and and it's funny you have that. I have my my notes here. Breathe. It says breathe and slow down because a lot of times we forget to breathe, right? We forget to breathe. We forget to create and control our physiology. You know, we're not we we aren't depressed. We do depress, right? You can get out of that state pretty quick if you know how to. And I think the other important thing is figure out where you're resonating. Your conscious. You got to think about your thoughts. You're always your thoughts. We have two levels of energy. We're either in a catabolic state which is low soul sucking or an anabolic state. Now, there's no there's no such thing as saying, okay, you know, you're you're acting like a victim or you're angry. That's not a good or bad state. Just understand that you're in that state. You know, I felt like a victim in the beginning of of COVID. Why is this happening to me? We're just having a great time with the businesses, the deal flow is drying up. Realize that you're in that state. It's not good or bad to be in it. You can choose to be there. That's the thing most people don't understand that they can choose to. And once you choose not to, the next one is from discontent to anger. Fear is one of those emotions that really holds you back and you don't know what to do. I got into anger getting in the restaurant. That, oh wait, really pissed me off, Rock. I lost a lot of money like everybody else. I got angry, and what did I do? I ultimately took action. So use that anger and understand that that anger will drive you to action. You're either moving away from pain or you're moving towards pleasure. And that's what I was doing, and that's what actually ultimately set me free, and that anger allowed me to go and find a coach, learn about real estate, make those mistakes, find Jay. Because if I wasn't anger, if I was in that little fear, victim mode, I would never have taken action
1: yeah well said so talk us through a little bit since oh because it's 12 years now but it it's it probably happened pretty fast for you and mm-hmm. you now have how many doors
0: we have uh, almost 1600 units so
1: 1600 units and for most people that are starting out or want to start out that might sound very daunting so give mm-hmm. us a little bit the fast version of the last 12 years what that has looked like and where you think um, the next five years will take you.
0: Sure. I, I wrote an article on com. I just launched it today or yesterday. It's the seven levels of creating a successful business. And it's really the seven levels of anything, of doing anything. I think the first one is just, just, taking, it's just having that aha moment, that epiphany moment. For me, real quick, this is important, everybody. Oh seven, my dad passes away. I've been working at the restaurant with him since I was eight years old. It was in my blood. I loved it. And when he passed away, I worked with him in the kitchen. I, I sat back and I realized, I said, am I, am I building my dad's dream or am I building my dream? And that really hurt. That really hurt because I'm like, am I doing this because I was pleasing him? I, I loved working with him, but he wasn't there anymore. There was, an, there was a vacuum there. And then on top of that, 08 happens. And I'm like, wow, this really sucks. I'm not making money. I lost one of my best friends. It, you know, um, it, it was really a, a reflecting time. Everything else was going great family life, everything else, but just monetarily. And for me, the other thing was I was coming home and I was mad and I was angry and I didn't want my kids to see anger and frustration with hard work. I didn't want them to put those two together. Cause my wife just told me yesterday, she goes, "Gino, you know, you're working just as hard at the restaurant, maybe harder, but I'm like, Joel, when I come in at the end of the day, my kids see that I love what I'm doing. So it doesn't matter how hard I work. I wanted to enjoy what I was doing and I lost that enjoyment. That's when I clicked in and I said, the next thing is you got to take action. Education times action equals results. So I went, I got educated on that. I went out and did certain coaching programs, and that really helped me out. The next step after that is I found Jake. Uh, I found a great partner. It took us 18 months to find the first deal because we didn't know that brokers were the gatekeepers. We were treating brokers as the salespeople. And I just had John Rulin on a podcast yesterday on giftology. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of him. He's an amazing dude, right? And you know what? start gifting to people, start creating those relationships with those brokers because they're the gatekeepers. That's why it took us 18 months to find that first deal. After the first deal, I went out and got life coached. I really got into life coaching. and I said, I want a real clarity on what I'm doing. Why am I going to this real estate business? What am I doing? Because I'm, I'm at a crossroad here. I only wanted to get a couple thousand bucks a month in passive income. I had the, I had the restaurant, could I do more? I think I was thinking small, like most of us do. You know, I just want a little bit. But then when you get that taste, it's like the proof of concept. And having the partner and saying, "Okay, Jake, let's buy our second deal." It took us three months to get that second deal from from the momentum that we had, we had right? And that was really cool. We're at sixty units within the first, you know, three months of buying our first deal. And then six months after that, we bought a hundred thirty-six unit deal. That all happened because I was sourcing capital. I found an amazing partner with Jake. So for me, Jake and my partner Mike. We own a thousand units by ourselves. The first thousand units we did by ourselves because I didn't know syndication. I didn't take it to the next level, right? I knew what I knew. So it worked out for me. Looking back, if I'd started syndicating, I'd have a lot more units, but I'd have less equity. So there's there's trade-offs. So for me, I think Life Coaching Rock was one of those pivotal moments where not only did it help me personally, because it was only about personal development, but it started helping me help others and getting into the education space and saying, you know what, people that are starting out they can use me as their role model and I can learn how to ask those great questions, those empowering questions, which a lot of us don't know how to ask because it's all about us when we're talking to somebody.
1: So, um, that's how it started out. I love it. I love it. I want to go over a couple of things just to give context to people because some people just don't know. So as you accumulate these doors, and I know you're a numbers guy, you probably have an idea of how much money each door can throw off for you. Mm -hmm. And that changes over time. But can you give people just a context? Is it $100 a door $200 a door? What does that look like? Because if somebody gets to 60 units, can they retire on that? Or does it take a few years? Mm -hmm. When you buy the units? Are they kind of break even? Maybe just speak to that a bit.
0: Great question. I mean, in every market, it's different. A market like San Francisco, where the per door cost is more, it may cost three hundred thousand dollars to buy one apartment unit in San Francisco, whereas in Knoxville, it may cost fifty or sixty thousand dollars per unit. Obviously, the rents in Knoxville average seven to eight hundred. The rents in San, San Francisco average three to four thousand. So, in Knoxville, average per per door cost of let's say sixty thousand dollars that we're buying may average about seven to seven hundred fifty dollars in rents we are looking to net after everything after paying everybody between 100 and 150 per unit that's doing pretty good now if you're if you're syndicating those deals and you own them you don't own them that's obviously going to be diluted right but the thing that is great about multifamily real estate we first started out there's four reasons for multifamily it's cash flow there's appreciation there's tax benefits and number four, there's cycle resiliency. I want everyone to write that down, which means right now people are going to rent. So for me, you know, Jake got into it and then we started buying these deals ourselves. And on our third deal, Jake was able to cost segregate it. I don't want to get into cost segregation on a, on a big level. But everyone, Google Google cost segregation. It's really an accelerated cost recovery system where people are actually able to depreciate their assets with bonus depreciation day one. So Jake, you know, September of 14, we bought that big deal, 136 unit deal. They ended a year by, by the end of that year, he, he quit his, he fired his boss at a Taco Bell. He tells the story all the time because he was able to take that cost segregation, depreciate and Wipe out all of his income from the year from his W two job. Took that money, and he was able to quote unquote retire and leave. So there's so many benefits. I don't want people just to think linearly because we think from a linear perspective. I got to get this number of doors. Because then what's happening as you're getting into the business, all of a sudden you're starting meet, meeting relationships. You're starting to raise the capital. Maybe you do a syndication where you have an acquisition fee on on the deal itself. There's so many different levers that you can pull in real estate. And by the time we had our third deal. We came out with the education and the education platform was able to help us to start raise capital. So there's so many different levers to go, but to answer your question, between you're looking between 100 and $150 per unit in, in, uh, in positive cash flow.
1: I love the way you answer questions you give like seven times the value of the question that's asked because you're so excited about this and you're so I, into I it.
0: love this stuff because you know when you first start out it what does Mark Twain say it's what you don't know it, it, what it, he says it's what you it's not what you don't it's not what you know it's but not you what you don't, don't know, know. That you don't know it's what you know for sure that just ain't so. I, oh, I can't yeah. come out. So you think you know things for sure, but you really don't. And you're thinking only I got to get these door numbers. But once you start building a multifamily is a business, right? All of a sudden you start scaling it up and you have operations and you get the 60, 70, 80 units. And then all of a sudden you can hire a full-time maintenance person and a full-time property manager and then it'll give you the ability to expand and to get into other businesses whether it's doing laundry on your properties whether getting cable contracts maybe doing some self-storage on the properties maybe creating a little education platform there's so many different things you can do that's why it's hard to say in numbers and what ultimately what do you want to derive out of it do you want to just continue to scale because i'm going to tell you the most important lesson one of the most important lessons that i learned revenue is vanity profit margins is sanity and cash is king right so people say well where do you want to be in three years from now how many doors do you want to have i want to buy great deals because if i can buy like the 49 unit deal we have on the contract right now in 18 months if i can refinance that deal out pull all my capital out you do that one one or two deals like that a year in the next two to three years you're financially free you have amazing deals that are going to be consistently throwing off cash flow you're going to have the tax benefits from it so for me focus on you know what your niche is. Don't have that shiny object syndrome. Focus on it. Don't worry about crypto if you're going to do multifamily. Don't worry about single family homes. Pick a niche, pick an industry and focus on it.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. So as you have evolved now over the last 12 years, you've acquired more properties. You've add, added these ancillary sources of revenue. Mm-hmm. You've got your podcast, which is crushing it. Um, where do you go for the next five years now that we as humans tend to think small because we don't know, right, mm-hmm. what's over the next horizon. But now mm-hmm. you've got a little bit of these, this pace going. What are you mm-hmm. thinking for the next five years for um, Jake and Jimmy?
0: So for me, I'm just trying to sign up students that can do deals. Our students have closed almost 8,000 units in the last three years, so that's my goal to help as many students close deals and in rock it's ultimately you probably know Garrick on this and you know the, the yeah. abundance versus scarcity mindset. I had that scarcity mindset, and I said, you know if I start teaching people what, what to do, they're going to be competition to me. They may be competition to me, but back in March, our students brought us a 52 unit deal and we partnered with our students. So Mm -hmm. the abundance mindset is out there. The ability to go on a podcast and give all this value and people are gonna say, well, you're telling your secret sauce. They're gonna find out one way or the other if they're really motivated and great. It'll just make me much better. So it'll make me a much better investor. I just wanna be a constant learner. I wanna continually learn, continually get better at my craft and try to help the Jake and Gino community and really be a role model to the Jake and Gina community. Be a family man, be a man of uh, of faith, be a man who says what he does, teach people and be that role model. That's what I wanna be. And as far as unit counts, I don't know, just continue to buy as many deals as we can. We'd like to start a fund. We're gonna start a fund on Q3, but it looks like building right now is the place to be. You're buying these assets at such a elevated price that if you can learn how to build, brand new properties at you know and ace and A locations for what you're buying in B and C's, maybe building's a place to go. So I think as an entrepreneur, being able to read the market, being able to be nimble and not and ultimately try not to put your ego in it, like I said, and saying, you know, you think you know it all and try not to be blind and, and, and not have that group think, not have that confirmation bias where you think you know it all and you're 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 confirming your beliefs but saying, Hey, let's look outside the box and let's see what other opportunities there are in the market.
1: Tell us a little bit about if somebody is a student of yours, what that looks like.
0: So for us, we've really pivoted so many times and our community director. Josh is killing me for this. But as we've grown, we've been able to add layers on. We have an accountability coach and a deal expert coach. We have weekly lessons with our community. Jake and I get on every Monday, to do lessons. Uh, what I love about it more than anything is we have those on-site boot camps. We just had one this past weekend uh, down in Tennessee. It was great. We had a manage right boot bootcamp. We did bus tours with our students. We taught the whole manager right principle. We've got a buy right boot bootcamp in September. We do about six onsite events a year. And I think getting onsite is the most value because of the community. You're around 50, 60, 70 individuals who want to partner who want to add value, who want to, you know, get into partnerships, who want to raise money. And you know, what better place to learn than an onsite intensive with all the coaches, with all the team members there. So that's, that's how I learned. I, that's how my mentors you know, did it 10, 12 years ago. And I'm like, this model works and it's gonna to continue to work. I love the Zoom calls, but let's get together every quarter and let's, you know, let's figure out what's going on in the market. And let me show you what we're doing here. And ironically enough, Rock, you know this, as an educator, you learn so much from your students. There's so many things you learn. For instance, this weekend we were there and we're talking about property management and asset management. And I had the epiphany. I'm like, holy crap they're different. We, we, we property manage, we're vertically integrated. So we do them together. But at the same time, I'm like, no, really a property manager is here. And the asset manager sits on top managing the asset and the property manager is managing the property. I, for me, it's very Common, simple, but I never really, it never really dawned on me until I was teaching the concepts. I'm like, wait, this is the delineation. This is what this person does. And that, that's what that person does. So for me, it's almost selfish that I get to learn almost as much as what we're teaching and you're constantly evolving and you're constantly getting pushed, having to grow and having to, you know, really interact. And I love getting on calls with students. So, you know, getting on blueprint calls, we like to call them, getting them directed and having students reach out to me and say, I've got this problem. What can I do with it? That's, that's the highlight of my day.
1: Well, you know, as, as you know, I have a mastermind group where we yes. help people really get their mindset in place for the principles of success. And then we introduce them to passive income vehicles and mm-hmm. there's an array from e-commerce to single family homes and anything across mm-hmm. real estate, etc. If somebody um, is there, an, is there a starting point in your in your packages? Is there a big? Pa- give us a little, a little idea. Let people know. So for us, what
0: we like to do is we like to em- employ the same side selling technique. Basically, just get on a call with our guys, uh, jakeandgino.com forward slash apply. We want to have students go, th- potential students go through a, a goal setting process. We want to make sure that they are the right candidates because we're, we're trying to be selective with people we bring into the community because you know one bad apple poisons the entire well. So for us, we're pretty selective. Now, does that hurt in the short run? It absolutely hurts in the short run, but in the long run, we're trying to create a community of you know, a tribe like you have guys that are want to be there, because I can take somebody's money. But then at the end of the day, if they're not performing, I don't want their money. And I don't want any bad reviews. So for us, we have a 20k package $20,000 lifetime, once you're in you're in forever, there's nothing else for me to sell you. So basically, you got it all. I've created a youth academy um, for the community. It's, it's a $400 product basically want to teach young adults and parents how to teach the kids about finances, the stuff that we haven't learned in school. So that's part of the 20K packet. So anything that I that I launch the upper tier students get that. So I thought that was the appropriate package. We had started with the 1K, 3K, 5K, but Rock, you know, you need coaching. You need to get on calls with coaches. You need to be held accountable. And that fulfillment is what made me successful. And I can see that from our students with those coaching calls. It's not the fact that they don't do the work. During COVID right now, you know people are struggling right now. So if they don't get on a call, if they're not pushed to underwrite, if they're not pushed to get on these calls and do the work, they're just not gonna do the work. So that fulfillment needs to be there.
1: And also there's so much value I've learned is there's tons of people that have sold um, Robert, uh, Robert Kiyosaki packages, Mm -hmm. 25,000, $40,000. But the conversion rate is about four to 6% of people that actually successfully get a property. Because when you get out in the field, if you have one thing stop you, you don't Mm -hmm. know how to handle a, um, a basement issue. You're Mm -hmm. not sure about renegotiating the deal there's questionable financing with changes that one thing can stop you. You're stopped. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, you can go, Oh, I'll just, well, never mind that. No, you have to get through every single obstacle and there might be 98 obstacles to Mm -hmm. do your first deal. And if I got Jake and Gino in my, my back pocket and I go, okay, now what do I do? And you're like, okay, that's normal. Just do this and fill out that Mm -hmm. form. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, okay. But Mm -hmm. without that there, I've learned people fail.
0: Would you agree Mm -hmm. with that? I would agree hundred percent. And the other thing is if they need vendors, Hey, who's a great accountant. I've got a great accountant for you. Who can do cost segregation. Here's my cost segregation insurance broker. You have, you have a Rolodex or you have your mentors Rolodex, which means a lot. How do you do marketing? How do you create a website? What vendor do I need? All of these things that can be overwhelming in the very beginning there, there, comes a point when you need to be educated, but then there comes that point where you need to take action and having that, that mentor or the coach to say to you, you know what, you're ready to go take the action, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like you said, you mess up on a deal and you lose a little bit of money, it's just a proof of concept, you need to take action. And I think these mentorship programs, most of them, you know, there's always a couple out there that are rough, you know that, but for the most part, people get into education because they wanna help others because it's not an easy business, it's a hard business, there's a lot of work, constant improvement, marketing, blah, you know how it goes and actually putting in the work. So I think most of the people out in the space are genuine and they want to give back. So I just, I've been blessed because Jake is doing the property management and the day-to-day on that side that I can focus the education because I could never do this if I was alone. Cause like we said off camera, Jake's at a 49 unit property right now. He's doing the inspection. He's been there all day uh, with, with the guys. So, hey, that's important. We need to do that. I couldn't, I couldn't be doing that by myself. So uh, partnerships are one plus one equals multiple, not one plus one equals two. People don't get that. And I think in real estate, when you start out, my biggest mistake was, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do this by myself. I don't need anyone to scale. But as we started to scale with every, with every business that we have, adding on those layers and adding on partners has been, you know, transformational for us.
1: I mean if you look at all the great steve jobs and wozniak right mm-hmm. bill gates and uh and whatever bomber or whatever it was mm-hmm. is you you know and you look at the assessment the disc profile you're not going to fill every piece some people mm-hmm. are good with people other people are good with technology Yep. so i really believe that there's incredible value in partnerships and Finding the yin and the yang, right? The Mm -hmm. person that can do the stuff that you can't do. Plus, if you're a family person and you have another person that can hold the fort while you're deep into your family, Mm -hmm. then you don't feel like you gotta look at your phone all the time and solve problems that are gonna cost you money. You got Mm -hmm. a little more peace of mind. Mm -hmm. So I I get that. Gino, we could talk all day long. Um, I'd
0: love to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too.
1: but people are going to be listening to this, and they're going to want to get, um, get probably some more uh, information, ability to follow you. They should listen <laughs> to your podcast, of course, and we talked about that in the introduction. Um, anything else? Anything else you suggest for them to be able to follow you?
0: Sure. What I would do is just email me, gino at jakeandgino.com gino at jake and gino.com and i'll give you a free pdf copy of the honeybee i'm gonna send one to you to rock i'll send you a hard copy of it okay this is this is just building complimentary streams of revenue jake and jake and i wrote the book it's a business parable uh people have been equating it to the richest man in babylon which is the ultimate compliment wow i, I love wow. that. Book. it's an easy book to read all of my kids read the book so they get through it and it just gives you ideas on you know we're starting small but as you start adding layers you're like wow it's not how can i do it it's who can do it for me. So that kind, those kinds of lessons are in the book. So reach out to me there and just, or either, and just go to jakeandgina.com. We have a bunch of, web, bunch of blog articles, a bunch of podcasts on there. So you just go check out our website.
1: I love your heart. You're such a great guy. Really appreciate you. Thank, Thank you for time.
0: having me, Rock. Appreciate it. Thanks.
1: All right, everybody. If you're listening, you want to follow this man. He's, a, he's got a great heart and he can make a difference if you're looking to add some multiple streams of income to your business. I would definitely check it out. And remember to subscribe and to give us a great write-up so we can continue to attract great guests like Gino. God bless, and we'll see you on the next episode. So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe
0: to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.